All right. Welcome back to the Micro Budget Independent Filmmakers Podcast Season 2. I'm your host, Zaina Thyrus. Okay, I'm going to try to get through this without being too emotional. Um, my co-producer and I were delayed with releasing Season 2. Not just because of quarantine, but we also felt like it would be really difficult to create and market content that seemed to be taking away from what everybody should be focused on right now. But then we had to take a step back and remember that more than ever, Black people need to be telling our stories. And not just about Black pain or Black trauma. We need stories of Black joy and black love, and creating cannot stop. And we also had to remember who created this podcast. This podcast is created by two black independent filmmakers so that other black independent filmmakers can have the tools and the resources that they need to create their own content and to tell their own stories. And the beautiful thing about being an independent filmmaker is that you can choose who you want to work with. You could choose the stories you want to tell. I love collaborating with black independent filmmakers behind the scenes and in front of the camera. And that's important. Continuing, continuing to provide this for black storytellers is important. And so with that being said, my co-producer and I decided that all proceeds from season two are going to be donated to Darnella Frazier. For those of you all who don't know, Darnella Frazier is the girl who filmed the murder of George Floyd. And if there's ever an example of the importance of capturing our voices and our experiences, this was it. That moment reignited this movement and now her life is going to be forever impacted by what she saw and what she captured and she deserves all the support for her healing. So all of the proceeds for season two's workbook are going to be donated to Darnella Fraser's healing. There's a GoFundMe that's set up specifically for her healing and her recovery. So in season two's workbook, you guys will get a production schedule, a shoot schedule, and a post-production schedule as well as a sample casting notice and a film crew cheat sheet. If you want the workbook, you can email ztpmifpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, all proceeds from season two's workbook are going to be donated to Darnella Fraser's Healing. Today, we're going to be covering the most poignant parts of creating a production schedule and the importance of having a solid production schedule as an independent filmmaker, as a filmmaker in general, but especially in the role of a producer. Why is a production schedule important? Why is it important? Because you have to have something that's driving your production. I talk to so many independent filmmakers and I hear so many different horror stories uh, from independent filmmakers who have these indie projects that never see the light of day. Uh, for one of my productions, one of my actresses actually requested that I signed her contract that literally said I owed her a certain amount of money if the film was not completed within a certain time because she had worked on projects that literally went into an abyss and just never happened. And I can't wrap my head around that. Like, I just, 
to have people, and a lot of times indie filmmakers are collaborating. So to have people dedicating time and effort on a collaboration basis uh, to a project that just never sees the light of day is just bonkers to me. And if you think about that, regardless of anything that can happen within an independent film production, we know production is unpredictable at times. You have to have something that's driving your ship. Your producer is actually the captain of the production, and they are the person who is driving that production. Your production schedule is your roadmap to completing your film. That is one of the most necessary elements of having a production that actually gets completed. So that's why it's important. And a lot of people, I hear so many times, uh, especially recently, people talk a lot about Tyler Perry making a film in five days, making a feature in five days. The film was shot in five days, but that actually had nothing to do with pre-production or post-production. There were most likely months of pre-production that went into executing that project that was shot in five days. You have to actually consider pre-pro, the actual shoot, and the production as a part of your production schedule. All of those elements driving your production from script to screen, that's all laid out in your production schedule. That's why it's important. Your production schedule is really about accountability. It's really about holding yourself accountable and making sure that your team is on track and making sure that your production actually ends and completes when it's supposed to be completed. Um, your ship date drives your entire production. I mentioned this in episode one uh, in the Ten Commandments of Independent Filmmaking. Have a ship date. Start with an end. Give yourself a reason why. Give yourself a reason to hold your team accountable. Give yourself a reason to hold you as a producer accountable with completing a production. Have a ship date. And Honestly, a ship date is is one of the hardest things that, that uh, filmmakers come to me with. They say, I don't really know how to pick when this film should be done. Like, uh, maybe we'll, we'll plan on completing it in spring or maybe this should be like a winter release. I don't know. Um, always have a reason for your ship date. One reason I love for ship dates is film festivals. Go to your top 10 film festivals that you would like to submit your film to. Um, I always choose the latest possible submission deadline for that, and I will back the production schedule out from the latest festival. Uh, I'll say, okay, the latest day to submit to this festival is October 20th, so I need to have this film packaged and ready for distribution by October 15th, so backing my production schedule out for October 15th. Or... If you have a certain uh, themed film, like I did a feature documentary called Black Feminist, we wanted to do releases and screenings specifically for Black History Month. So with that being said, I had to create a production schedule that allowed us to start distribution around January for February releases. So themed production uh, release dates are a great way, a great benchmark for your productions. Another film that I, I produced was Demons. That was a short film that centered around the mental and emotional trauma of 911 dispatchers. And we wanted to release that for Mental Health Awareness Month. So that drove my production timeline. Festivals and specific dates for, for the theme of your film, that's how you choose a ship date. Another thing about creating a production schedule, you can't put the cart before the horse. 
there are certain aspects of a production schedule that have to come before other aspects. In the season two workbook, I have a production schedule that is outlined in a very specific format for specific reasons. So here's an example. You need to do your script breakdown and your production budget and your production schedule before you reach out to your crew. A lot of people have these scripts and they get excited about these scripts and then they start reaching out to people. And your crew and your cast is going to have questions. Well, when are you shooting this? When do I need to be available? You're not going to know that if you don't have a production schedule. Well, what are the rates? You're not going to know that unless you have a budget done. Those elements need to be completed prior to you even reaching out to people to attach them to your project. Um, another, another example. Here's another one. Don't book equipment without seeing your locations first. Your location scout is going to tell you everything about where you're going to shoot. A lot of times I've gone on location scouts and I've realized, oh, there's a lot of windows in this place. Or maybe this room is really dark and we have to book additional lights. Or we're actually going to do a really close up shot in this corner. So we're going to need this type of lens. Don't book your equipment until after you've seen and booked your locations. So you know what you need to actually capture that scene can't put the cart before the horse. Another example, you have to allow time for your art director from your production designer to actually source the things you need. If you need to order specific props based on your script breakdown, that's going to take time to ship. Some things may have to be custom made. You know, you have to identify those elements in your production schedule and plan accordingly. That's your job as the producer. So basically, stop putting the cart before the horse and pay attention to the logistics of your production schedule. Lastly, do not forget to include post-production in your production schedule. A lot of people, a lot of producers, a lot of filmmakers neglect post-production in the production process. We put a lot of work into pre-production. We put a lot of work into our shoot. And then it's like, all right, off to the edit. And it kind of just goes off into an abyss. Post-production is honestly where I've seen films fall apart the most. And you as a producer have to keep that production on track by driving your production with post-production included in that time frame. You have to actually allow time for your editor to edit. You have to actually allow time for any VFX and sound work that has to be done. That has to be included in your schedule, and it also has to meet your production timeline and ship date. So producers, do not forget to include post-production in your overall production schedule. So the challenge with creating a production schedule and sticking to a production schedule is that you have to be somewhat fluid in your process because independent filmmaking is very unpredictable. Things happen. Sometimes locations fall through, sometimes talent falls through, sometimes you have to rebook something, sometimes equipment is unavailable. Your job as a producer is to keep the production on track regardless of its changes. So if something changes in the production schedule, you need to update the timeline and update your entire team. Your entire team needs to be moving in the same direction simultaneously at all times. So to reiterate the three points that we've covered about a production schedule today, Number one, your ship date drives your production. Have a ship date, whether that's driven by a film festival submission deadline or if you have a themed film. 
for Black History Month or for Women's History Month or for Mental Health Awareness Month, whatever that may be, pick a reason for why your film needs to be completed by a specific day because your ship date drives your production. Point number two, do not put the cart before the horse. Make sure that you are accounting for things from a logistic standpoint. What needs to happen first? What needs to happen after that? What elements am I missing? Point number three, do not neglect post-production in your production schedule. If you want the workbook, you can email ztpmifpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, all proceeds from season two's workbook are going to be donated to Darnella Frazier's Healing.